Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. It's from the BBC.com. It's a story from last week. Germany is putting major restrictions on unvaccinated people. Their national and religious leaders have agreed to bar unvaccinated people from much of public life in a bid to fend off a fourth wave of COVID-19. Outgoing Chancellor... Angela Merkel described the far-reaching measures as an act of national solidarity. Only those who have been vaccinated or recently recovered from COVID will be allowed in restaurants, cinemas, leisure facilities, and many shops. Vaccinations could be made mandatory by February of 2022, the chancellor added. Germany's fourth wave of COVID is its most severe so far with another 388 deaths recorded in the past 24 hours. This, this article is from last Friday. There's also a growing concern about the spread of the Omicron variant, which EU health officials warn is likely to cause over half of all COVID cases in the next few months. Ms. Merkel said that hospitals were stretched to the point of patients having to be moved to different areas for treatment. The fourth wave must be broken, and this has not yet been achieved. So you're starting to see, and you will start to see with, with this stuff with COVID going on, it, it, it's not going away. It's, it's here to stay. We've all been impacted by COVID, rather it's the loss of loved ones, rather it's the economic fallout rather it's the emotional fallout from from the constant isolation and obviously in the united states of america we've we've done a much worse job handling covid than anywhere else in the world you can blame it on trump you can blame it on biden you can blame it on whoever you want but at the end of the day our culture is kind of we do whatever we want people are selfish people refuse to get vaccinated people refuse to social distance people refuse to wear a mask and, and people think many people think that it's tyranny to wear a mask or to social distance any of those things your rights are being infringed on and so you're you're starting to see with these additional waves and starting to see with the additional carnage that that these variants of covid are bringing it all across the world, not just here in the United States, but but globally. You're coming to a point. I get a lot of DMs. I get a lot of calls about this. People ask me about this all the time. You know, I'm I I run PSAs about COVID on on this show. I'm I'm not into shaming. I don't believe in a military policeman coming to your house forcing you to take the vaccine. I don't believe, especially in a company like Germany with their history, how they've treated people. I don't think it's a great look. But I'm here to tell you that as this COVID situation continues to proliferate, now I'm a vaccinated person. I'm, I'm double vaccinated and I'm due for my boosters. I'm going next week 
to get my booster shot. That was my choice. Being vaccinated doesn't guarantee that you're not going to get COVID. It doesn't guarantee that you're not going to have a serious case of COVID. But the statistics, if you believe in the statistics being passed along by rather it's John Hopkins, rather it's the the World Health Organization, rather it's the CDC, rather it's the IHME. If you believe the data, the chances of having a worse serious infection are, are significantly mitigated if you're vaccinated. Now, there are people... People say, well, what about Colin Powell? What about the, the individuals that, that did have a serious case of COVID or pass away from COVID that, that were vaccinated? The statistics show that in many cases, those are individuals that, that have other chronic conditions and other health things going on. And it's not going to guarantee your safety. There's no, there's no guarantee. There's no panacea. There's no elixir. There's no magic bullet. You ultimately have to make your choice on what you're going to do. And you have to choose you have to choose what's best for you. You have to choose what's best for your family. And I'm still not going to shame people into getting COVID but COVID vaccinations. But what I will say is you're gonna see in 2022, you're gonna to start to see other countries and not third world countries, developed countries, you're gonna put a lot of pressure on people that 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 refuse to get the vaccine. I think it's irresponsible for those that are unvaccinated to 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 do parties and and go to large sporting events and all of those things. I think I've had I've had people that I've reticent about doing business with because they don't want to get vaccinated. And I own my own business. I have a right to say that if you want to do business with Paragon 7 Studios, you have to be vaccinated. I have to see your vaccination card. If you want me to employ you, I'm vaccinated. Everyone in my family is vaccinated. I have a right to say that I won't do business with you if you're not vaccinated. That's my choice. Now, I don't have a right to force you with, with, with potential, potentially being thrown into some sort of FEMA camp or some sort of gulag. But, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a major issue. Even if you, as we talk a lot about sports on this show. Last week, Antonio Brown was suspended for three games for falsifying his vaccination cards. So he basically got a hold of one of those vaccination cards and he checked himself in the yes box. They put the data and said, oh yeah, I had the Moderna and I had it on such and such date and then I had my second one. And they found out about it. A couple other guys in the NFL of, of lesser prominence and name, they found out about it. They suspended him. Aaron Rodgers kind of sort of lied about being vaccinated to an extent. He said he was quote immunized. Now the reporters weren't, weren't smart enough to, to peck at that and say, how come you haven't used the word vaccinated? But, but Aaron Rodgers definitely used semantics into deceiving people into believing that he was vaccinated and was vilified for that. You have Kyrie Irving, who I'm, who I'm a big supporter of. He didn't want to get vaccinated, so they said, hey, Kyrie, go home. He's gone home. He's not playing. He might sit the whole season out, and we're about a quarter of the way through the season. He may sit the whole season out. People are angry. People are saying that KD should be angry at him and James Harden should be angry at him. The Nets were a championship favorite coming into the year. I'd love to see the Nets go up against the, the Phoenix Suns or Golden State Warriors. 
with Kyrie, I think that, that, that they're definitely the most talented team in the league. And must-see TV, box office. Box office smash. Without Kyrie, I think KD, who's an older guy, is going to have to carry the load. They're gonna be, it's going to be difficult for them. But at least Kyrie isn't playing the middle. He said, I'm not getting vaccinated if I have to walk away from millions. If I have to walk away from opportunities, if Nike's mad at me, if my fans are mad at me, if my teammates are mad at me, it's my choice. It's my body. But people are going to have to come to the sweeping realization that you that you can't have both. You can't fail to get vaccinated and expect that there are not going to be repercussions. And if you think that that makes me a Nazi or someone who is is a totalitarian totalitarian dictator if you think that makes me a fascist if you think that makes me an awful reprehensible person then don't listen to the show i've seen what covid does to people very very close i've seen i've seen covid i've had covid i've seen what covid does i've been in the icu i've seen what covid does to people I've seen young people in the ICU dying of COVID. I've seen older people in the ICUs dying of COVID. Not only in my, in my career working in healthcare, but in my personal life. But watch what Germany does. Watch what the EU does. Watch what different countries do as these different variants come out. Now, we don't know if the, the Omicron, every time I hear that, reminds me of Futurama and Omicron. I'm lure from Omicron Percy I-8. Every time I hear that, that's the first thing I think. Of. I think of Leela with the one eyeball. I think Fry, Hermes, the Professor, Futurama, one of my favorite shows. But you're going to see there'll be countries that take some really drastic measures, and you're going to see a division into two classes. There're going to be classes. There're going to be one class of those who are vaccinated. And there's going to be another class of individuals who aren't vaccinated. Now, will they social distance? Will they wear masks? Are they willing to congregate mostly together? Are they willing to to do different things? I I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. But you're going to have a problem. You're going to see businesses. You're going to see countries. You're going to see private families fight over this. Schools. You're going to see a lot of entities that are going to come to the point and say, if you're not vaccinated, we don't want you around us. Now, some of you may think that that's the mark of the beast. You may think it's the end of the world. But a lot of people just don't want to be exposed to COVID. They don't want to take those risks. And like I said, I'm never going to shame people into, into getting the vaccination. I don't, I don't believe in that. I'm just reporting the news. I'm not manufacturing the news. There are going to be groups that are going to force vaccinations in 2022. Those that won't get vaccinated, you can diet your way out of it. You can exercise your way out of it. You can yoga your way out of it. You can pray your way out of it. You can positive vibe your way out of it. You can drink a gallon a day of water. You can run marathons. At the end of the day, as these different mutations and variants spread. Remember the Omicron, remember the mutation, that's the, that's the viral load that survived 50% herd immunity. So these mutations are, are probably going to be worse. I hate, I hate to, to be the bearer of bad news, but these mutations are the ones that survived 
when, when a lot of people globally are already vaccinated. It's a major issue. I think it's going to be the story of 2022. What countries are going to force this? What's going to happen in America if they try to force this? And how will those that don't want to get vaccinated take it? Because I, I, don't, I don't think in America they'll ever force you to get vaccinated. But will you be able to go to a game? Probably not. Will you be able to go to Cheesecake Factory? Probably not. Or P.F. Chang's or your favorite outlet. Could it impact your job status? Yes. So if you don't want to get vaccinated, you might want to start looking into getting out of the matrix, getting off the grid, growing your own food, all of that stuff. You want to take it to the nuclear option. I can't tell you what to do with your body or or you could talk to your provider and do some research and, and get off of OANN and get off of Instagram to, to the toolboxes on Instagram that are lying. It'll say that it's going to make you infertile and it's going to, it's going to guarantee that you have blood clots and it's a depopulation Soros, George Soros mechanism. And you can talk to your doctor and say, Hey, does it make sense for me to get vaccinated? And if your doctor says yes, you might want to go and get vaccinated. Paragon 7 Studios. Paragon 7 Studios. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Classic sneakers I had. Patrick Ewins. Oh, the Ewins was hot. The, 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 was the, the hot. blue, orange, and white. Hot. Got those. Yeah, got yeah, a yeah, fresh yeah. pair. You got to bring those into the studio. You gotta, you gotta bring and those I got the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas. I didn't even know that he had a shit. What? And I got the Stan Smith. I'm telling you these I don't even ones, know what a Stan, Stan Smith is. The Stan Smith, the green and whites, the official color. I got the official Pumas. The red suede, the blue suede. Official Pumas. Classic. So we're Classic. winding hold down. Up. Hold up. The first Air Force Ones, the Dunks, the Flights. Uh, what else was, was crazy? Uh, uh, the Hibachis. James Lewis. You talking about the Hirachis or Hibachis? the Hibachis? I call them Hibachis, Hirachis, okay. whatever. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. You hear her blazing through your speakers. It's Ariana, the personality on Streets 99.3. You put that uniform on. That Titan uniform, you better come to work. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And then you will run a mile. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. You don't know me. Probably never will. But I need you to do something for me. Something that could literally change everything. You'll never get a thank you card. And yet, I need you to do it. And if that weren't enough, I need you to do it as soon as you are able to. If you do this for me, I'll do it for you. And for every single person you love. Deal? This is our shot to leave COVID behind. Studios. 
I've been obsessed. I talk about things on the show all the time that, that I'm obsessed with. Uh, TV shows that, that I watch basically in heavy, heavy rotation. I'm always watching Unsolved Mysteries or Forensic Files or some type of show where 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 people are are, are getting murdered in, in Western British Columbia along Highway 97. I'm very interested in in the UFO abductions that that I said always happen to happen in rural Colorado or Maine or New Hampshire. Like they never they never abduct anyone from South Beach in a bikini coming directly out the water or directly out of a bar in New Orleans or something like that. I've been fascinated on the History Channel. They've been running this story about cults. Not the cults. Not Carson Wentz. Who I really need to apologize to because I called I've called him Mr. Glass. I said Mr. Glass is going to Mr. Glass. Carson Wentz has actually been a pretty good quarterback for the Colts this year. It's not his fault that the defense sucks. He's not out there not making tackles and not stopping the run. And he's not out there making bad calls, sending bad plays into the field. That, that, that's Frank Reich. Frank Reich has blown at least three games this year. The Colts should be 9-3. and three. The Colts should be the number one seed in the AFC. They vomited all over themselves against the Ravens where they're up 24-7. to seven. They vomited all over themselves against the, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. And and they've and they tanked the game against the Titans where, where they were up where where at that point Carson Wentz did throw a reprehensible interception. I'm starting to think that Frank Reich is not the man for the job. He's a great culture guy. He's a nice guy. The Colts have a really good culture. I like the way they treat each other, but there's there's no fire. There's no there's no killer instinct. But back to what I was talking about. I wasn't talking about the Colts. I was talking about Colts. C-L-C. See, I can't even spell. C-U-L-T-S. Colts. Jim Jones. Heaven's Gate. David Koresh. So the History Channel has been running this segment over and over again about Jim Jones and David Koresh and Heaven's Gate. And I find it fascinating. I find I find it fascinating how these people are able to get individuals to follow them. These are just regular guys. This isn't, these aren't people born into the Royal family. These aren't, this isn't like the rock talking about running for president where he's a, he's a good looking superstar that we've been watching on TV for the last 25 years. This isn't Ronald Reagan, who was a Hollywood actor becoming the president. This isn't even Trump who love him or hate him is one of the most entertaining people in the history of television. These are regular people. So the 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 one that really gets me the most is the is the Jim Jones one in he brought he brought his people down to to Jonestown, Guyana. And Jim Jones is this this preacher he was born that they believe in Indiana and he was a preacher for many years. He 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 prayed on impoverished black people, brainwashed them would do these do these sermons for like eight hours, wouldn't let people leave. Cults, they always one of the things of a cult in some of your some of your religious denominations, maybe, maybe, maybe cult adjacent. They want you to give you, they want you to give them all of your money. Because one thing to say, hey, you know, Brother Lewis, Brother Lewis, Brother Lewis, can we get a donation? Could you break us off with it with, with at least a tie, the a 10%? I'm like, hey, you know, I'm 
happy to donate. I, I love the church. I love what you're doing in the community. And I give you a couple, a couple of grand. Oh well, we we really were we were really hoping that we could get half of your post tax income. That's what cults do. And even my church sometimes they're like, "Hey, James, you, you gave us the ten percent. We'd like another five percent for offering." Ten and five, they call it ten and five. We would then like you to send your kids to our schools which is another 15% of, of your income. And if you don't do that, your kids are going to hell and so are you. So how you like them apples? And there are a lot of denominations that'll do that, man. It's, uh, I don't want to call nobody out because I don't want to get sued, but you, you know who I'm talking about. They want, they want most of your money, but Jim Jones wanted all of your money. So he had these people giving them all of their money, signing over their checks to them. Many of them signed over their welfare checks or social security, social security checks. And then he moved to Ukiah. Then like many, David Koresh did this too. The cult leader always says, well, you know what? You guys can't have sex with your spouses anymore. So no more sex. The only one getting laid up in this MF is going to be me. And when I say getting laid, I'm talking about you can't have sex with your wife, but I can have sex with your wife. And it's not adultery because I'm the embodiment of Christ himself. And we're creating a race of superhuman Christ-like people. This is, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny. This is exactly what, what these people, these cult leaders believe. Jim, Jim Jones was gangster with it. He was having sex with the wives and the husbands. He would, he, would, he would have sex with the men, and then he would say that he was casting out a demon. So a lot of people missed these red flags, and they had some, they had some issues going on with, with taxes and stuff. So he moved, he moved his church down to, to Guyana. And I'm a, I'm a very church-oriented person. Basically, if you're, especially if you're like me, you're a seven-day Adventist, and you're familiar with camp meeting, which is a two-week outdoor church that seven day Adventists have basically in the summer. So it's like you go out to log cabins and you pitch tents and, and you preach, you do community service. It's actually a great time. Jim Jones moved his people out down to Guyana on extended camp meeting. Like it was, it was camp meeting 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Eating at a pavilion. It was like being, it was like summer camp, but in the words of ice cube, it, it going to camp, but it ain't camp Snoopy. So the people get off the plane to come to Guyana. They, they get to the camp. There are armed guards there with, with MP5s and AK-47s. And that's when, when people do the interviews, they're like, oh, man. This, the, few, the few survivors are like, oh, man, we knew we were screwed when we, when we got there. And there were like a dozen guys walking around with, with the big guns. A lot of these people want complete control over your soul and complete control over you. And, and we know it, with Jonestown ended badly. They committed suicide. Almost a thousand people uh, would make me sick babies, young children, people that didn't want to commit suicide were forced. If you hear that, if you ever listen to the Google Jonestown tapes, now it's a difficult listen, but Google Jonestown Guyana tapes at the end. He's saying that, Hey, we're, we're going to commit suicide. We've been practicing this. We're going to we're, we're lace it. Drink the Kool-Aid. That's where the phrase drinking the Kool-Aid comes from. Arsenic-laced Kool-Aid. Lay down your life. 
And one of the parishioners is like, hey, I, I love you, Jim Jones. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. You're my God. You're my savior. You're my dad. But I don't want to die. Do you think that's necessary? And I feel so sorry because you can hear the fear in her voice. And another member confronts her and interrupts her and says, hey, Jim Jones is God to us. We love him. He's our daddy. The world revolves around him. If he wants us to lay our lives down for him, we should be happy to do that. And that's like, wow. So I really, that really left a mark on me. Then you get into ones that are a little bit more funny. The, the Heaven's Gate one is pretty funny, man. You know, I'm sorry if somebody lost a loved one in that. But these, these, these toolboxes, they actually put on Nike jumpsuits and, and Jordans. And these guys asphyxiated themselves. They tied, they tied plastic bags around their head. And then they went and laid down in a bunk bed. They were waiting for the Hell Bob Comet to come get them. When you, when you hear George Clinton talk about the mothership, they really thought that the mothership was coming. So you came in, the people that stumbled across their bodies, there's like 35 people. And, and they were dressed up, ready to go to a party. They were ready to go to eternal party in space. If you look at the Heaven's Gate logo, it looks like the Pink Floyd, the, the iconic Pink Floyd album cover. And, and that was a little bit amusing. And then you had David Koresh. Now, me being an Adventist, that's not a great look for SDAs. And the one thing about the David Koresh part of the, the documentary, I think when we look back, this, what happened at David Koresh, what happened at Waco, that could never happen now because back then, you know, basically, David Koresh had a lot of guns and he was teaching us theology that was bad. There, there were rumors of sexual assault and, and polygamy and statutory and terrible stuff like that. But the ATF didn't get involved, involved in that. They got involved because they found out that the ball had thousands and thousands of guns. He was ready to start World War III. And they sit for a knock or a no-knock warrant, whatever. Now, one thing I do know in that video, I wouldn't have been the first person kicking in that door. Because people, you if I knew that someone had thousands of guns, I wouldn't be the first person in that door. They're, they're, they're at a compound in Waco. This is not defending America. This is not going into Af Afghanistan to kill bin Laden. This is not getting some of the terrorists. These are a bunch of a weird shepherd's rod offspring, crazy theology people out in the middle of rural Texas. I would just be getting David Koresh the next time he went to a CVS to, to get some athlete's foot cream or something. I wouldn't be kicking in the door with all of that. So, they kicked in the door. The first few people that went in obviously got lit up. Unfortunately, rest in peace. Our officers, ATF, they're trying their, their best to do their jobs and keep the country safe. And they did what, what happens if you if you take a policeman out, you're it's gonna get ugly. They they came in there the next day with the tanks. And they burned that thing to the ashes and the cinders, killing everybody. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to the Lance J Radio Network weekdays at 7 p.m. on Urban One's flagship 1450 WOL in Washington, D.C., and presented by our partners at Episource, the industry leader in healthcare analytics and Medicare Advantage quality products.